When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This was not just an elimination. It was a complete obliteration. Let's get those James Worthy hand claps ready, baby. Because we whooped on that Grizzlies ass. Whoop that trick, do the gritty down the hallway, and whatever else you got to do to celebrate a game six 40-point win, Lakers 125-85, officially advancing to the second round of the NBA playoffs, waiting patiently to, to play either the Golden State Warriors or Sacramento Kings after what will be an epic Game 7 of their first round tilt. And if you can hear the excitement in my voice, it's not just because good buddy Matthew Berry, thank you for always supporting my work, pal. Good buddy Matthew Berry uh, gave a nice little shout-out to the Ethos Lakers podcast on Twitter. 124 likes from that tweet, almost 150,000 views when you got over a million followers. That's what happens. Thanks again, Matt. And thank you, Lakers, for giving us a whole lot of good stuff to talk about because although I think there was a lot of confidence leading up to Game 6 in terms of Lakers' ability to close out this one, Nobody knew exactly what was going to happen until the ball tipped off. And shortly thereafter, we knew exactly what was going to happen. Now, I got to be honest with you guys. It's Ethan here, if you haven't figured that out already, on a solo ride to celebrate the Lakers moving to the second round today. But as soon as I saw Jack take his usual seat courtside, a seat we have not seen him in in some extended period of time, a seat that should never go to anyone else but Jack, I felt very, 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 very good about the good aura, the good energy, and the good vibes that were in the building the first few minutes of the game, guys, I got to tell you, I was a little bit, not I want to say a little bit worried, but a little bit concerned that it might be a little bit back and forth. But as soon as the Lakers took a 14-9 lead, forced Memphis to take that first time out, they really never looked back from there. And I got to tell you, for all the criticism Anthony Davis has taken over periods of time, for being injured, for not playing this, not doing that, can we talk about the fact that he had 20-plus blocks in this series, 25-plus blocks in this series? Defensively, he was killing it. Ain't no fun when the Rabbits got the gun, as we all heard him say on the sidelines. Dylan Brooks, where are you at? Another night for Mr. Brooks heading into free agency where he decided to leave the locker room before the media was allowed in. So it's really nice for him that he was able to tell his side of the story. Yes, the media is making you out to be a villain just because you can't handle the smoke that you wanted to by dancing around the fire. But this is not a podcast about Dylan Brooks. This is a podcast about the Lakers and what an evening it was for Los Angeles, specifically D'Angelo Russell, who so desperately needed a game like this in the playoffs. In fact, Yesterday, as we were wrapping up the school week, I was talking to one of my students, little Shay, and I said, Shay, who's the Laker that has to have a good game for the Lakers to win? And he said, I think it's got to be Rui. And, you know, I can understand why he was saying that, given how good Rui has been in this series. Rui won a, qu a quieter night in the win, but, you know, wasn't, wasn't needed to dominate, to be quite honest. And I told him, I looked him right in his eyes and said, man, the Lakers need to get a big game from D'Angelo Russell if it's going to happen. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. In his 30 minutes of action, D'Angelo Russell, 31 points, 12 of 17 from the field. I mean, efficiency we just have not seen from him all series long. Five of nine from behind the three-point arc. Seemed like he couldn't miss. 
the Lakers, they were only 15 of 44 from behind the three-point line overall, 34%. Certainly nothing to write home about. Felt like they made a lot more than that. Of course, they were letting them fly late in the game when the game had already been decided. How much had this game been decided? Mo Bamba, Max Christie, Malik Beasley, Troy Brown Jr., all guys who didn't even see the rotation as Darvin Ham decided to really trim it down. All played over nine minutes, which tells you this game was over before the fourth quarter started. The only Lakers who didn't see the floor, Shaq Harrison and Tristan Thompson, two guys who you might have forgot are even on the team. And I really like what Darvin Ham committed to. Beasley and Troy Brown have not been effective in this series. The minutes went to Rui, the minutes went to Schroeder. And overall, you look at this lineup and, and you love it because Anthony Davis, 28 and a half minutes. LeBron James, 31 and a half minutes. Austin Reeves, 33 and a half minutes. D'Lo, 30 minutes. Vanderbilt, although he was doing a little bit of everything out there, only played 15 and a half minutes in this game. Nobody took a taxing load for Lakers to come out and move on into the second round. And now they've got a full four days prior to the action starting on Tuesday of next week. And just what a, what a, what an accomplishment it is for this team. I mean, for this group of guys to really not only just stick together, but also to come together since the trade deadline and really play their way into this position. It, it's nothing short of magnificent. This is what we have wanted to see from the Lakers since they were in the bubble. You know, there was there was some thought this morning after everybody had sort of started to digest the Lakers win that, hey, since the Heat and the Lakers both advanced, beating a one seed and a two seed respectively, maybe the bubble wasn't a fluke. Well, both teams look a lot different than they did in the bubble. And although the key contributors are still there, safe to say that, you know, sometimes that's just how it goes in pro sports. Some years are better than others. And also it's all about health, man. The Lakers dealt with health issues all season long in addition to ill-fitting roster pieces and all the other challenges they've had. And while other teams are dealing with health issues right now, I know Luke Kennard not being available for the Grizzlies last night was definitely less than ideal for them, but the Grizzlies did not lose this game because by 40 because Luke Kennard did not play. But the Lakers are healthy. You look up and down the Lakers lineup and, you know, they're healthy. Yeah, they're they're dealing with bumps and bruises. Yeah, they got they got some minor soreness. Yeah, Anthony Davis has a hip issue. Yeah, Anthony Davis or LeBron James's foot still probably hurts. Yeah, Dennis Schroeder's Achilles might not be feeling the best, but you know what? It's that time of year. It's time to shine, baby. And that's exactly what the Lakers did in this one. Again, just an immense credit to the Lakers for coming out and really setting the tone defensively. I mean, it just goes to show you the heart and hustle of this team when they keep their hands up and they stay committed to that identity on that end of the floor. I know it's taxing. I know it's tiring. I know it's tough. That all said, this is what can make the Lakers sustainably successful for the course of a season. And with aspirations to win a championship every year, that's what you got to do if you want to win it all. It's going to be a tough second round, no matter who the Lakers play. It's going to be tough to play the Warriors. It's going to be tough to play the Kings. Both teams immensely talented. Both teams rock as fans. Both teams do very well on their home court. Both teams match up nicely in terms of what they bring versus what the Lakers bring. These are teams that can compete with the Lakers. This is not a, a series you look at and say, oh, this should be another interesting one. The Lakers for sure are the favorites, right? The Lakers probably come into the second round as an underdog regardless of who they face, right? Now, the Warriors are not your typical six seed, obviously, for very obvious reasons. The Kings are also not your typical three seed either because they are playing like a one seed energy. They are playing with high stakes. They are playing with everything to go. They are playing like they have never been there before because it's been so long. Yes, Darren Fox's fingers got an issue. Yes, DeMontis Sabonis looks like he took a right hook from Mike Tyson, but you know what? It doesn't matter. The Warriors, Steph Curry is still Steph Curry. You know what? Draymond Green, as annoying as he is, he can still do some things. Kevon Looney, one of the most 
underrated players on the Warriors. You got Klay Thompson. Although he's not the Klay Thompson from five years ago, he's still Klay Thompson. And Andrew Wiggins, oh yeah, remember him? Remember how good he was in the playoffs last year? That's the reason he got a 120-plus million-dollar contract or whatever it was from Golden State to stay there for the long term after Minnesota basically couldn't wait to trade him away and everybody was saying Andrew Wiggins is a bust, Andrew Wiggins is a bust. Well, it turns out Andrew Wiggins is not a bust. And after some tough time away from the court due to familial issues, he's back and he's playing very well as well. So whatever the Lakers face in the next round will certainly be a challenge. But you know what? If LeBron James is able to play like he played last night, if Anthony Davis is able to play like he played last night, D'Angelo Russell is able to play like he played last night, the Lakers simply need more than just LeBron and AD to show up. If they get even one more guy to show up offensively, whether it's D'Angelo Russell, Austin Reeves, Rui Hachimura, or literally anyone else, the Lakers will find themselves in positions to compete and in positions to potentially win. All you can do is give yourself a chance, and that's exactly what the Lakers have done. As a result of this really miraculous turnaround from the start of the season, I I can't say it enough. I know I have said it repeatedly, and I'm just going to keep saying it. The Lakers started 2-10 in this regular season. 2-10 gave them a 0.3% chance. Three-tenths of 1% chance to make the playoffs. Three-tenths of 1%. Okay? Three-tenths of 1%. So... For them to be in the second round, for them to be even considered a potential favorite, although I think they're going to be an underdog. Some are saying, you know, the Lakers are one of the more dangerous teams in the West right now. The Lakers absolutely gave their fans everything and more and shout out to the fans inside of Staples again. Again, if you new here, because I know we're going to have some new listeners. Thank you again. Thank you, Matthew Berry. If you're new here, we don't call it crypto, we call it staples, okay? That's the house that Kobe built. That's what it will be forever and always. The fans were just electric inside of staples. I mean, it makes me think about having those fans for the 2020 championship run and what could have been, but we can't live in the past. We can only move forward into the present and into the future as we all progress forward together. So as the Lakers go forward in their own journey to try to figure out who they're going to be and what their ultimate destiny is going to be, they find themselves in an incredible position. And and of course, not 10 minutes ago, did LeBron finally wake up, soak it all in, do his usual Instagram post. Listen, nothing LeBron does is accidental, okay? Absolutely nothing LeBron does is accidental. Everything he does is intended to send a message, regardless of how loud, how loudly he wants it to reverberate, sometimes in silence, sometimes in an echo chamber, okay? It's gonna, it's gonna stand for something. LeBron on Instagram, not even 10 minutes ago, if you ever see me fighting in the forest with a grizzly bear, help the bear with a crown emoji. Don't poke the bear, baby. Dylan Brooks picked a hell of a time to try to quote unquote wake up LeBron James. By the way, the Grizzlies, a team that Taylor Jenkins, who I believe is in his fourth year, just now concluding his fourth year as the head coach of this team, which is amazing because he's only 38 years young, okay? A couple of times this season, he mentioned that, basically said, I don't think my team is ready for this moment. They're too immature, right? And I think that's what we saw in this series from the Grizzlies. Desmond Bain and John Morant in a closeout game six combined eight of 32 from the field for 25 points. I'm going to say that again. Eight of 32 from the field, 25 points. I know Jaws got a bad right hand, but you know what? It didn't matter in a couple of games before, so we can't use it as an excuse now. Dylan Brooks, the guy who couldn't stop running his mouth, the guy who only wanted to talk when things are going well, the guy who pretended like he's Andre 3000, but in reality, well, he looks more like Malibu's most wanted in terms of his rap career. 
was nowhere to be found. Not an impact on the court, not an impact in the locker room, and certainly said nothing on his way out. Jaron Jackson Jr., the defensive player of the year, a whopping 14 points in this game. In their starting five, Memphis got a combined, a combined 51 points from their five starters. Now, I know they only scored 85 points in this game, but that's simple. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply not going to get it done if you were to say to anyone hey in game six Santi Aldama is going to be Memphis's leading scorer I think we all knew what was going to happen at the end of that one and when you look at the Lakers box score the one of the most impressive things I mean look when you win by 40 there are a lot of things that you're going to be impressed by but one of the most impressive things are the plus minuses right plus 32 for LeBron plus 31 for AD plus 26 for Reeves plus 27 for D'Angelo Russell I mean these guys are out there and they're not just out there to be out there they're out there to serve a purpose at both ends of the court. This is arguably a more impressive win than the one in which they started 35 to 9 versus Memphis earlier in the series and they wound up winning big in that one too because they were outscored in every other quarter. In this game, the Lakers literally outscored the Grizzlies in every single quarter. 31 to 20 in the first, 28-22 in the second. 41-25 in the third and 25-18 in the fourth. The Lakers in the second half put up a whopping 66 points to a paltry 43 from Memphis. 42 in the first from Memphis, 43 in the second. The Lakers, 59 in the first, 66 in the second. I mean, these this is the type, this is the type of effort. This is the type of, of just utter domination that the Lakers are actually capable of. Now, Memphis wasn't exactly this, this impenetrable two-seat. You gotta remember, for the last half of the season, they were basically a 500 team, okay? They're basically a 500 team for the last half of the season. Yes, they dealt with injury. Yes, they dealt with some stuff and things. Yes, Steven Adams was missing. Yes, Brandon Clark was missing. I understand right? They were not at full strength, but basically they were 500 for the last half of the regular season. So it was not an impenetrable team, but the Lakers did what they had to do. And then some, the Lakers didn't just come in and win. The Lakers came in and they really dominated the Grizzlies. Save for the two games that the Lakers lost in the series, because the first round, you're always going to have a little bit like that, especially when you're coming into the seventh seed, especially when you're coming in from the play-in, especially when you're coming in in the places where people never expected you to begin with. Okay. But the Lakers absolutely dominated this series. Make no mistake. The Lakers proved that they were the better team in this series. The Lakers proved that had they had this roster from the start of the season, there would be no seven seed conversation because simply put, they wouldn't be a seven seed. They'd be a lot higher. There would have been no play in and the whole stakes and the whole game would have been very changed. The landscape would have looked very different and we would have been talking about something completely, completely, completely varied versus what we are actually discussing here today. It's every game I watch these Lakers, every game, every minute, every second that Austin Reeves is on the court. You can tell, look, there are certain instances you can tell Austin Reeves, yeah, I mean, he's a little tired, right? I think it's normal. 
A lot of these guys, it's the most basketball they've ever played in their lives. There are certain times you could tell Austin Reeves is tired, but it's not impacting him in the way that it would normally impact young players. One of my buddies asked me yesterday, said, how can we keep Reeves? I said, ultimately, what it's going to come down to is him wanting to stay because there will be teams that can pay him more money than the Lakers. But if he wants to stay, you know the Lakers are going to want to keep him around because, boy, has he proven to be just absolutely invaluable on this team. And if, if you were to say, hey, let's lock this team in for the next two years right now with all these Lakers fans riding so high and say absolutely no matter what it takes let's get it done because this is what's proven to be successful okay this is the type of roster save for a couple more tweaks i would make along the way nothing's ever perfect things can always be improved the status quo is never so good that it should never be considered to be changed right we love all of all of those types of perspectives on life so sure, I'd make a couple of tweaks here and there, but overall, man, this roster just makes so much more sense. And to think about the Clippers sitting at home after a first round exit, of course, no Paul George, no Kawhi Leonard after the first couple of games of that series. Russell Westbrook trying to, trying to play Superman martyr just didn't work for them. The Lakers moving on because of the testament of depth in addition to the star power. I mean, LeBron James and Anthony Davis in this game, again, combining for about 60 minutes on the court. So let's say 30 minutes each, just as an average. 40 points, 19 rebounds, right? Five blocks, seven assists. I mean, they, these guys were everywhere. And to watch what one of my favorite moments in this closeout game was not just how active Anthony Davis was defensively and not just the level of pride you could see he was taking on that end of the court, right? Showing that, hey, actually, actually defensive player of the year, actually I might be better than you here, right? But toward the end of that game, when the Grizzlies were forced to take yet another timeout when they were down big. I don't know if it was 91-59, but that score sticks out to me in my mind for some reason. 91-59, Anthony Davis came to the sidelines and he just put his hands right up in the air and he just wanted it all from the crowd. He wanted the crowd to rain it down on him. That might be Anthony Davis's signature moment, non-championship signature moment as a Laker because it's in front of the home crowd. He's feeling good. He's pushing through. He's contributing at both ends of the court. And most importantly, he's doing something that so many before him have proven that they can do is they can rise to the moment. They can step into the spotlight. They can be that dude. And if you're going to wear the purple and gold and you're going to call yourself one of the greatest ever to wear it, you have to be comfortable stepping into that spotlight. You have to step into that moment. You can't shrink from it. There's no such thing as a bad game. There's no such thing as excuses. You have to put the ownership directly on yourself. You have to put the onus on you. Just like we heard after LeBron from game five, he said, I played like shit and I need to be better. And you know what? He was came out and made six of his first seven shots. Like it was nothing like he was practicing against his sons in the backyard so for him to sit here and say well i watched bryce play his aau game and it got me feeling young the things we are seeing lebron do at 38 years old i forget who it was and i saw i'm so sorry that i did because it was such an illuminating point oh you know what i remember who it was it was my buddy nick shout out to you nick i appreciate you man nick's nick works for the yankees very active on twitter give him a follow he's a good little yankee stand over there and he said it's surreal to watch LeBron do these things at 38, not just because it's 20 years, not just because 38, but it's like 38 was Michael Jordan on the Wizards. And boy, that felt super old at that time, right? And he's totally right. It felt so old. And LeBron, yeah, he's 38. Shit, he's, he's almost 39 at this point. We're halfway to 39. And at one point yesterday in the game, he literally just rose up like springs were on his feet two-handed reverse slam in traffic, it like in the paint, no problem, as if he's been doing this, you know, and he's 25 years old. It's, it's really incredible, 
what he's able to do still at this age, at this level of performance. You think about it, not only has LeBron James been in the NBA for more than half of his life, but he's been at or near the peak of the league for more than three-fourths of his career. So we're talking 15 years plus. And to me, the true greatness of any individual player in their sport is how long they can stay at or near the peak of the sport as the sport's best or one of their best players. And LeBron has basically done that for the overwhelming majority of his entire career, right? He has normalized greatness to such an extent where we just shrug it off and say, oh, that's just what he does. I mean, really, it's incredible. In the season that he has set the all-time scoring record, we're not even talking about it anymore because he's doing all these other things. I mean, it's just really utterly insane what LeBron James is able to do at this stage of his career and throughout the entire career. The, the story decorated Hall of Fame, one of the most, if not the most legendary careers we have ever seen. To me, I've already told you guys this before, he has ascended all the way to the top of the GOAT throne. I don't know what else you could want from this guy besides what he has done and what he continues doing, right? It is marvelous to watch Lakers play off basketball. It is so funny to go back and see all these people who are saying Darvin Ham is the problem. Why, why did the team fire Frank Vogel? It is comical to think that Russell Westbrook could have fit for the long term, right? We were all making the best of what we got. It's like, it's like being relegated to a certain situation and then having the world open for you. It's not that serious because it's just basketball at the end of the day, but really the stark contrast, that's just one of the best ways that I could paint the picture of what a magnificent turnaround, what a magnificent point the Lakers find themselves in now. And all can be spectators of this Game 7 Warriors-King series in which they can learn about who they are going to face next. Because no matter what, the Lakers are gonna continue have to harnessing that same energy, right? They're gonna have to be better than they were the previous day. They're gonna have to keep beating teams that are quote unquote better than them. And they're gonna have to keep winning on the road. These are challenges that they, that they continue to face. Four down, 12 to go. But as a wise man once said, job's not finished, job's not done, right? I hope the Lakers in that locker room think about Kobe often. I don't know how you could wear a Lakers uniform and not. I hope they think about the opportunity that they have in front of them and how special it is and how rare it can be presented. I hope LeBron understands his role. I know he does as not just the on-court leader but for these guys, but also off the court. There were a couple of times yesterday when the Lakers were huddling and I saw Anthony Davis or LeBron James take a player into their chest and tell him something in their ear. Those moments matter. They are building confidence for the future. They are building habits. They are building steps to success that will allow them to continue cultivating and facilitating this high level of play where it doesn't just have to come from these two guys. This is what allows teams to be good over the long haul. While your stars are shining, you develop the other pieces around them and you provide them confidence. We've seen it with the Warriors most recently, but we've seen it with many teams in the past. In my own lifetime, even with the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman, guys like Steve Kerr, guys like Tony Kukoc, shit, even guys like Luke Longley, shout out, right? Guys who are stars in their roles. And that's what the Lakers have been able to do around their stars. They've created stars in their roles, guys who have stepped up to the plate and they have been able to play their role to the greatest extent possible. Austin Reeves, who knew? He almost had a triple-double in a closeout game. Undrafted free agent. Did you know he could play point guard? I mean, it's amazing. Sometimes in, in life, we're not sure what humans can do until they're given the opportunity to be greater. 
to try something new, to be more than what you thought they all they could be. And then they surprise you. And that's what we're seeing with this Lakers team. They didn't want to guard Jared Vanderbilt within 10 feet when he was at the three-point line. And he kept shooting because the Lakers told him, keep shooting. And then he started making them. The power of confidence is very real. And to say this Lakers team is brimming with confidence, well, I think that would be an understatement and a half as we head into the second round. So the next time you'll hear from me, it'll be the Lakers versus one of those teams, Golden State Warriors or Sacramento Kings. And until then, ride high, Laker Nation. We out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.